Welcome to Blackhawks Insider, the official podcast of the Chicago Blackhawks, presented by Chevy Drives, Chicago.com. Drive what Captain Jonathan Taves drives. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Simplecast, Spotify, or whatever podcast platform you use. And like our YouTube page as well, as all videos are posted on the Blackhawks YouTube page. Welcome into our latest episode, everybody. It is great to be with you. Happy spring. I'm Chris Fosters, joined by my co-host, Kaylee Chelios. We are a man down on this week's episode of Blackhawks Insider, and we are very happy to report that our third co-host, Colby Cohen, and his wife, Alex, have celebrated the birth of a brand new baby girl, Sloane Isabella, born uh, in the wee hours of Tuesday morning, so... Colby is officially on dad duty. We love that for him and are uh, sending our heartfelt congratulations to he and his wife and his new family and uh, all of the lost hours of sleep that he is (laughs) about to get, Kaylee, something you certainly know very well as a mother of two yourself. I know. I was laughing with him last week. I was like, wow, next time I see you, you're going to have a baby. And he was kind of like, Jesus. So congratulations, Colby and Alex. That's wonderful. I'm very, we're all very happy for you both. Happy news. Happy news. And uh, also happy news that it's spring. So even though we're about two months away from being able to eat outside in Chicago, uh, you can at least see the light at the end of the tunnel a little bit. And the Hawks are in the middle of their longest road trip of the season, Kayla. You and I have have been on uh, like the first half of it now, and fortunately, not to rub it in, but we've been to some pretty great locations, weather-wise included, starting things off in Nashville, going down to the desert in Arizona, and then up to the Mile High City to play the Colorado Avalanche most recently, so... Um, how's the, how did the road trip treat you, Kaylee? I know you, you're coming back midway. You're splitting radio duty and now television studio duty. But uh, how, how did the trip treat you? It was great. I did my last radio broadcast of the season with John in Colorado, but it's hard to complain. Um, you know, when you end up in Nashville for a couple nights, the Blackhawks had a great sponsorship trip, um, some really cool sites and places to go see down in Nashville. If you haven't gone, it's an amazing city. And then St. Patrick's Day in Arizona, a little vitamin D. It's tough to beat that too. Mullet Arena, that was my first experience. So it was a little unusual. And I was pretty surprised that the players felt like it was just kind of another day at the office just because it was so small and so kind of amateur feeling because it has that college feel, but yeah, it, it was good. I, I think there's only Climate Pledge Arena is the last arena I think I've not broadcasted a game from or done um, when I was in Tampa. Seattle wasn't a team yet. So that's sure. my last one that I probably have to hit. But otherwise, I finally got to mullet, Chris. So I'm, uh, I'm making my way around. How about you? Have you officially hit almost every NHL arena to do a broadcast yet? I'm really close. Actually, the Blackhawks' next game against the Washington Capitals on Wednesday night is going to be another check mark for me. I have not done a game from from Capital One Arena. The Blackhawks' last game against the Colorado Avalanche Ball Arena was also a first for me. I think after that, I, I think honestly Washington might be my last one. Now, I guess... I still I've been to Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, but I haven't broadcast a game there. I was there for a national telecast, so 
I guess that one's still on my list. So I think I'll need another trip around the horn on the NHL travel circuit to officially cross off some outliers, but I'm def I'm definitely getting there. And, and what a, what an experience Mullet arena is. You're right. It's a, it's a 4,600 seat arena. It's the home of the Arizona coyotes and the Arizona state university sun devils hockey program. The coyotes are voting on May 16th of this year to approve plans to build a new stadium in Tempe, which I don't know about you, Kaylee, but I wholeheartedly endorse. I love Tempe. I love that area of Phoenix. I went on a lovely hike up the Tempe Butte, 1,495 feet on the, on the day of the game. It, it's certainly not the high point, even in the Phoenix metro area or anything like that, but a little bit of sun, a little bit of a hike, Great way to kind of get out of the bubble a little bit. The travel bubble, as great as it is, you know, it's nice to shake things up a little bit. No, no snakes or no scorpions got you <laughs> on your way up the butte. That was my concern. <laughs> no snakes, no scorpions, no skunks, which uh, I was also told to be on the lookout for. <laughs> skunks are more nocturnal, so I didn't really have to worry about that. But, oh, good, good. I'm glad and I, I didn't, I didn't step on any cacti either. So. <laughs> I heard Troy Murray made his way up there, too. He had a good time in uh, Ball Arena. He came into the booth, stuck his fingers all over John's glasses to, to dirty him up, and For then he messed sake. all the levels up during the, during the broadcast. So John came back and right away was checking his levels, making sure they were all back to how they're supposed to be. I did not realize how much of a prankster uh, our good friend Troy Murray is. So that was another behind-the-scenes highlight <laughs> for me, broadcasting that last game in Colorado before I came home. Well, we, he's a huge prankster. Uh, he played a, plank, a, a prank on me that I know you know about, Kaylee. Uh, it was actually... Smarty's it was, Gate? Uh, well, Smarty's Gate was one, but actually, maybe... maybe could you not, do you not know about how he stole my phone? I, I don't You know didn't that. hear this? Okay, I so this. coincidentally, this was also an incident that occurred in Denver. The Blackhawks opened the regular season against the Avs, remember, way back on October 12th. And the, the day before the game, the Blackhawks had a practice at Denver University, the college, college mm -hmm. rink. And so my phone needed a charge. Now, let's not get into the details about why my phone needed a charge in the middle of the day. You know, that's, that's a story for another time. But so I, I'm at this college rink, this practice rink, and I plug my phone into the wall behind where I'm sitting. So negligently, I will admit, I'm watching practice with my back to my phone, which is charging. So uh, you know what? Like I'm, I'm in the zone, like a lot of time passes. All of a sudden it's time to like pack up and get ready to go. And I, I turn and I just see my phone charger. Like my phone is gone. Oh. And I'm like, I, I, I'm like, it's, did somebody steal my phone? So I'm like looking through my backpack just to make sure that I didn't forget, you know, and there, there were fans watching practice. So it wasn't oh. a closed practice. It was a public practice. So I'm thinking to myself, Oh my gosh, got robbed. My phone, I got robbed. Somebody, somebody walked off with my phone. So I'm pulling open my laptop and I'm going on, like, find me, like find my phone, like to see where it is. And it's like, it can't zero in on the location, but it looks like it's somewhere around the arena. So I go to Kaylee Conoval, who's on the Blackhawks traveling staff in the communications department. And I, I'm like, Kaylee, someone I've stole my phone. Like, I, I think someone <laughs> stole my phone. She, so she's like, oh, my gosh. So she calls my phone. 
and someone picks up. No. And I, I, I it's like, was she in I, on it? No, she was not. Oh. She was 100% not in on it. And so I, I can't like hear the other side of the conversation, but Kaylee is basically going like, hi, um, I think you have my friend's phone. <laughs> no. And, and then like, you know, like this kind of like garbled, like this low sort of distorted voice going on. And, and she's like, well, that's, that's not very nice. Like that's mean. And like, da, 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 da. And like, um, well you can bring it back or we're going to call the police your call. And then like somehow, <laughs> somehow like my eyes kind of drift to the other side of the rink, like the opposite corner of the rink. And I see Troy like standing on the glass with his like hat pulled down super low. No and way. he's, he's like got this ear to ear grin on his face. And there were people around who were just visibly cracking up because they were <laughs> clued in on it at this point. So Troy oh, stole my phone for Troy. <laughs> and I, and like, and saw, and saw the whole thing play out. Like from a distance sees me rummaging oh. through my backpack to look through, my, look for my phone. It's not there. He's got it the whole time. He pranks, you know, Kaylee, God bless her. Who tried yeah, to help I, me out, find my phone. So at least you're not, you know, you got a real one in Kaylee backing you up there and trying to get the bad guy, but that's too good a story. I can't believe I'm just hearing that now for the first time. Well, so I <laughs> watch your back, watch your back. I mean, watch your belongings when you're around Troy. That's, uh, I, that's, I'll that's do all so. I'll Although I'm, I'm done for radio for the season. So I think I should be safe, but good, duly noted. No phone. Even at morning please. skate. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> uh, listen real quick. I, I want to get to Sellies and chirps shortly, but mm-hmm. I, I did just want to bring up another kind of cultural touchstone moment for me on this road trip. And, and you were there for this, Kaylee. I saw Slapshot for the first time. Yes. Very happy for you. And I could see you grinning ear to ear when you were watching yes. it for the first time all the way through like that. So congratulations. Major hockey milestone. I'm very proud of you. Huge, huge hockey milestone. I will need you. So we were, we were in the team meal room post game and, you know, I could hear pretty well, but, but I, I need a rewatch to really just you know, make sure that I get some of the iconic lines down, uh, some of which would not really be appropriate to repeat in this context. However, yeah. personally, I will say that I, as, as a fan of slapstick comedy, I really enjoyed the movie Slapshot, especially some of the brawls that take place on the ice, in the stands, even in the broadcast booth. I really got a <laughs> kick out of that scene. Like the broadcaster gets in a fight with, yes. with one of the players. Um, so... Yeah, uh, I, I I just wanted to share that with our Blackhawks insider audience. I know you're proud of me, Kaylee. Um, what about? Do you have a favorite hockey movie? I think Mighty Ducks D two. We uh, we talked about that earlier in the season. I think when the Hawks were playing, maybe Anaheim, but D two Mighty Ducks is probably my favorite. Miracles like the iconic one, but I think I've watched D2 Mighty Ducks like 4,000 times as a kid on VHS. Also, I just want to point out too, I realized when you were telling me the phone story, this dates us because people hold their phones like this now, you know, younger people because of the iPhone. So if you this go like this, you know, you're, you're pushing 30 or something. <laughs> but this is way cooler. I mean, this is stupid. I'm, I'm with you. I do this too, but I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> What are you making, like the letter C or something like that on the side of your head? What are you doing? I, that's how you that's how you grasp the iPhone now. But you and I, we're still gonna <laughs> to rock. Hang it. loose, hang, hang loose, loose till man. I die. Hang loose. Um, 
and, and one final note about the generation gap, you know, you, you could tell, so Slapshot <laughs> came out in 1977. And so all like the entire coaching staff basically has this movie memorized line for line. Mm. You and I, 90s kids, you know, it, it's it's the Mighty Ducks and that yeah. series that that is kind of our generation of, of Slapshot when it comes to iconic hockey movies it is yes i think hockey used to be played a lot more like slap shot was and so it's kind of nostalgic and the humor is pretty unreal in it watching it now even if you're a little bit younger it's it's always a good must if you're a hockey fan or just love the game so i'm glad that i was there while you watched it for the first time i feel um I feel like it was great. And I hadn't seen it in so long because it was rated R when I was a kid. So there's a lot of scenes I was not privy to. So (laughs) (laughs) feels good to actually watch it start to finish and a good way to recap uh, a fun road trip for me. It was uh, it was very illuminating for both of us. Then I'm happy to hear that. Um, All right. Let's get to Sellies and Chirps, which uh, we also want to thank our sponsors, Chevy Drives, Chicago dot com for uh, sponsoring this podcast and this segment, Sellies and Chirps, where we introduce a topic to the group and invite a collective Selly or Chirp designation. Kaylee, would you like to go first or would you like me to start things off? I can go first. I'll start it. Um, We got into talking about cereal on the road the other night, so I'm going to ask... We hit a lot of of major (laughs) topics on that road trip. You know, slap shots, cereal, like... (laughs) We were crushing it. Cereal was a good one. We had some good laughs over some of the old famous sugary brands that we used to eat as kids. So I guess my cellular chirp is, do you still eat sugar cereals? And why don't you give me what your, your favorite cereal was? I, I, so I, I am a binge cereal eater. Like I, I will, I don't eat it on a regular basis anymore as much as I love it still. But when I do, I, I go pretty hard and it's like, you know, I eat like a box in one sitting. <laughs> uh, family size too sometimes. I Listen, I, I like there's – Like a whole box plain or with – like in a bowl with milk? In a bowl with milk. Okay. That's a yeah. lot. <laughs> just oh, keep I know. Like, there's no – yeah, just, you know. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Kind of like – Makes that noise and pat it yeah. down. Yeah. Um, I, I love fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles Ooh. are man chef's kiss, oh. but so many, so many great options. It's, it's hard to really just pick one. I remember I commended you for your sophisticated palate, but I might have to rescind that compliment <laughs> after fruity pebbles. But I, I used to eat it as a kid, but I chirp it. I think it's, it's garbage, but sometimes you're right. Like when there's nothing to eat and you just want a little something, something, a little crunch, I never drank milk. I don't like milk. Growing up, I drank orange juice. And so I didn't have milk ever when I had cereal. So hmm. huge character flaw, but I'm just going to say it because we already talked about it. I would just spritz a little water to soften my cereal a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I could eat it. But like, how much water are we it. talking about here? Like, like a, a, enough to make... No, just okay. like a, a quick zip so I could like soften the cereal a little bit without tasting like I watered my cereal. Okay. <laughs> Look, and you know what? I, I, I'm not even going to chirp that. I, I'm really not. I, Sometimes I've you're heard, desperate when you don't have milk. What do you do? And I've heard, I, like, I have heard that water on cereal is actually a thing. Um, <laughs> I have not heard that. I have. Like, I, and I, I tried it oh. just to say, like, okay, like, let's, let's see. 
And here's the thing. I, it's not nearly as off-putting as No, it's almost better. I, it I don't be. like that taste of too much milk because then you end up like spitting the milk out <laughs> while you're eating your cereal. Yeah. And then, you know, the milk kind of gets warm and, you know, a little dirty. Yeah. And so water up, water up, either a little <laughs> spritz or, you know, fill the bowl, like whatever, <laughs> whatever you want, whatever you want to do. Uh, so no, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm with you on that, Kaylee, even though, okay. you know, I love milk being a, you know, a, a, mm-hmm. a proud native of Wisconsin. Um, True. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a celly for that, for the water Thank on you. cereal. All right. You're telling um, me yours now. Mine's Lollapalooza, and uh, you know I guess a couple of ways we can do this here. The set list, not the set list, but I, I guess the uh, lineup mm-hmm. for 2023 Lollapalooza has been revealed. Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that there are more than just a handful of artists that I I have never heard of on <laughs> on this list. Um, I'm with a boogie you. with a boogie with the hoodie, uh, JID. There's always a long list you don't know, and then there's the headliners. Who's our headliner? So uh, we've got we've got Dua Lipa, J Cole, Green Day. Oh, I'm sorry, this is last year. I, I beg your pardon. Okay, uh, this year we've got Kendrick Lamar, Billie Eilish, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're some of like the big the big headliners. August third through the sixth. Um. So I guess, Kayla, you want, okay, do you, do you want to celebrate the, 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 the headliners or do you want to sell your chirp just like the event itself and like is going to Lollapalooza all it's cracked up to be? I'm, I'm going to celebrate both. I've seen the okay. Chili Peppers at Lollapalooza before headlining and they were great. And then I used to think my Lala days were done, but I actually find that it gets a little better with age. When you're young, you try to go to the front and it's kind of a mess and you're running around all day trying to run to every single show. Now it's fun to just kind of sit back on the perimeter, enjoy one or two shows and walk around, not in kind of the chaos of it. So I'm going to celebrate it. I feel like I've already invited like 10 people to go with me next summer, even though I don't have tickets, (laughs) (laughs) including Kaylee. So I'm hoping... Um, you know, to see some other Blackhawks people there next year because I think it's a really fun event. So I'm celebrating it all the way. And I think, I hope I just convinced you to come too. And Liz. <laughs> I, I would love to. Uh, that, that actually sounds great. So I will, I will celebrate that. I will just say that, funny you mentioned Liz, my fiance. She, she works as a physician assistant at Northwestern Hospital. And that community... Uh, the Northwestern Hospital community, sad to say, does not like Lollapalooza because you get all of these teenagers and twenty-somethings that boppers on their phones, and they <laughs> they come in on their phones and and other substances, regrettably, yeah. which then puts them in the hospital and creates a somewhat chaotic scene for the four nights of of the festival. So. That's a kind of a different perspective on it. Um, I think big picture, though, you're right. It should yes. be celebrated. I, I will just say prob- I'm probably more of a Summerfest guy, <laughs> which if you've never been to Summerfest, you should check it out. It's just up the lakefront in Milwaukee, late June, okay. early July, uh, as big, if not bigger, of a music festival. And uh, that's that's what I grew up on. But Lollapalooza certainly is uh, is iconic to the 
culture and the zeitgeist of Chicago. Um, and, and with, especially with the red hot chili peppers coming in, they're one of my favorite bands. So that would be, uh, that would be a, a must good one for me for sure. You'll be busy yeah. too though. Cause you're getting married. <laughs> that will be before, before, before? Oh, be right before. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So you can make have about a month. So yeah, easy. No, no problem. Should have no issues there no. whatsoever. Yeah. No, <laughs> honeymoon, no problem. That's your honeymoon. There you go. Hey, honey, oh, like, that. let's keep it local. What do you think? <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to Lollapalooza. Nothing like thousands of people in a I'll get the four day, Yeah, I'll get the four-day pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I do I'll not think that there. would land well. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, I'll, I'll make yeah. it to the lake front. Yeah, uh, I'll be thrown into the lake probably if, uh, <laughs> if, that, if that's my honeymoon proposal. Anyways, um, hard to believe we are in the final month of the season. Big things ahead on and off the ice, you know, looking ahead to the NHL playoffs and the draft lottery and things like that. So we'll, we'll have uh, lots more to talk about as spring is finally here. We want to uh, remind you once again that we would not be here were it not for our wonderful producers, Trevor Bray and Jenna Rose. Give credit to Brad Dollar as well and Southside Jake for the music that you hear on this podcast. Stick taps to them. Of course, ChevyDrivesChicago.com, our sponsors. And if you're looking for any more content related to the Blackhawks, just visit Blackhawks.com. Oh, actually, in one final shout-out, before I forget, Kaylee, I ran into Nick Song. You remember our one of our producers yes. when we were just getting this podcast up and running back in the fall? I ran into Nick Song at Mullet Arena in Arizona. He says to say hello, Nick Song. Shout-out to you. Uh, it was great to see you and catch up with you, and, and thanks for all that you did to get this podcast up and running back in September. Yep. On that note, for Kaylee, I'm Chris. We will talk to you next time on the Blackhawks Insider Podcast.